1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, eight o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. Gathering debris after shooting down a Chinese balloon. We have the story.
4: Gasoline prices rising again nationwide. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead.
2: I'm Rodney Price. Kansas City, Kansas Police responding to an overdose call. Shoot and kill an armed man. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. We have some cloud cover drifting across Wichita this morning. And with a gradual clearing sky, it's going to be breezy and unseasonably warm today. Our full forecast and what to expect for the rest of the week here in just a few minutes.
3: Fire damaged a church in South Wichita this morning. First responders were called to New Hope New Start Ministries in the 2000 block of West Jewel around 2.30 a.m. Damage reported to the first and second floors. No one was in the church at the time, according to first responders. No injuries are reported. A new work week begins. U.S. forces still struggling to gather the debris of a suspected Chinese spy balloon shot down Saturday near South Carolina's coastline. Fox's Charles Watson
4: has the story from Myrtle Beach. Not something you see every day in an area best known for its tourist attractions, and folks who live in vacation here were understandably stunned by what they were seeing. You never expect it to come to your backyard,
3: and so, of course, when it does, you kind of follow it and watch what's going on, and it's been something that's drawn the attention of all the people in the community. You know, everywhere you go, people... Are talking about it.
4: Officials say they wanted to make sure the suspected spy balloon made it out to sea before shooting it down in order to avoid any serious injuries.
3: The U.S. Senate will be briefed about the balloon incident February 15th.
4: Gasoline prices rising again during the past couple of weeks. Oil industry analyst truby Lundberg tells
5: us. Gasoline prices moved up another 12 cents in the past two weeks. The new price for a regular grade is $3.58 per gallon. And over seven weeks is a total of 31 cents.
4: Lundberg says the Honolulu area is paying the highest local average price, $4.87 a gallon. Houston area, the lowest at 3 bucks.
3: Wichita police say the shooting of a teen Sunday afternoon was the result of a robbery. Officers responded to the report of the shooting in the 1400 block of South Seneca. They found a 16-year-old boy with several gunshot wounds to his upper body the boy was hospitalized with serious but non life threatening injuries. He underwent surgery. Police say he is in stable condition. The investigation revealed that the shooting occurred during the commission of a robbery. Anyone with information about this case is asked to call police or Crime Stoppers at 267 2111.
4: A police officer from Kansas City, Kansas, shot and killed an armed man after the man fled from the scene of an opioid overdose on a bicycle. The department said in a news
2: release that officers spotted the man pedaling away Friday night from a home where they found a man and woman unresponsive. While emergency crews used a rescue drug to revive the two overdose victims, officers broadcast the fleeing man's description. Another officer found the man a half mile from the home and tried to make contact with him. Police said that during that interaction, the officer fired at the man, killing him. His name wasn't immediately released. Rodney Price,
6: KNSS
3: News. Fatalities have been reported after an earthquake hit Turkey early today.
6: The 7.8 magnitude quake hitting southeast Turkey early Monday felt in several provinces and elsewhere in the Middle East. That quake knocking down several buildings and was centered about 20 miles from the provincial capital of Gaziantep. The U.S. Geological Survey saying the quake's epicenter was about 11 miles deep. A strong 6.7 aftershock rumbled about 10 minutes later. The earthquake was also felt in Lebanon and Syria, with Syrian state media saying some buildings collapsed in the northern city of Aleppo and the central city of of Hama. The quake also jolting residents in Lebanon from beds, shaking buildings for about 40 seconds. Paul Stevens, Fox News.
3: The quake has taken more than 600 lives. KNSS Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock.
4: More good news for Shocker Basketball on the road yesterday. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports.
3: No winner in Saturday night's Powerball drawing. That story just ahead. On the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08 now, eight minutes past eight o'clock. The Wichita Police Department has released the results from Second Chance Thursday. The department says more than 270 people took part in the day-long event. Authorities were able to clear 105 warrants and helped 11 out of 90 people get a restricted driver's license. Researchers may have come up with a way to fight America's biggest addiction crisis. Fox's Casey
7: Stegall has more. Dr. Colin Hale and his team at the University of Houston have been working on a solution to the nation's fentanyl crisis and believe they've found an answer. It's similar to the hepatitis B vaccine. The vaccine stimulates the body to make antibodies against fentanyl. Carlos, you wanna take a picture of this? Scientists say those antibodies can block the euphoric high a person feels from taking the drug. The antibodies bind to fentanyl, prevent it from getting into the brain, and then it is exited from the body. The individual then can get back on the wagon to sobriety. Work started nearly six years ago using proteins from two other inoculations already on the market.
3: The research team is seeking FDA approval of the treatment within two years.
4: Pope Francis, the head of the Anglican Communion, and the top Presbyterian minister are speaking on LGBTQ rights. They denounced the criminalization of homosexuality and said those who are gay should be welcomed by their churches. The three Christian leaders spoke yesterday during a joint news conference returning home from South Sudan.
3: There was no winner in Saturday night's Powerball drawing, which means the jackpot keeps growing. The winning
2: numbers from Saturday night's drawing were 2, 8, 15, 1958, and a Powerball of 10. The jackpot from Monday night jumps to $747 million. That's a cash value of $403.1 million. Monday night's jackpot will be the ninth largest in U.S. lottery history and the latest in a string of huge lottery prizes. The last winner of the Powerball jackpot was back on November 19th. Someone in Maine won a $1.35 billion Mega Millions prize less than three weeks ago. And a California player won a record $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot last November.
3: Ted Lindner, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8, 10, 10 minutes past
4: 8 o'clock. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area. Well, inching downwards a little bit, three oh nine a gallon on average. That's what we're seeing here in the Wichita area this morning. Traffic on 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
3: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning.
2: We have a cool and dry start to the work week here in Wichita. A few clouds early on and partly sunny, breezy this afternoon. Our high 64, that's running almost 20 degrees above average for this time in early February. The cold front then slides through after midnight. Charlie 34, a few scattered showers tomorrow with a high 48. I'm KNSS meteorologist
3: Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, 47 degrees with a south wind. Gusting to 25 miles per hour. Stevens Head of the Morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Of course, the Chinese alleged or suspected Chinese spy balloon uh, uh, spotted over the U.S. And it's been shot down now. And they're cleaning up debris. And let's find out the latest on this story. Fox News Radio's Jonathan Savage with us this morning. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning. Uh, any idea? Well, it'd uh, be speculation, I guess. What the Chinese would hope to gain by flying over our country in a balloon?
5: Well, it's all fascinating, isn't it? Spycraft and detection—it's um, like the the books I used to read as a kid, but it's far more serious than that. Because, um, yeah, according to the United States, there's absolutely no doubt what this balloon was. It was carrying sophisticated equipment to spy on um, uh, and monitor what's been happening. In- certain parts of the United States. At first, they thought it was innocent, but then it made what they say were very unusual and suspicious manoeuvres crossing into the United States, and they soon determined that it was not there, as Chinese said, simply to monitor weather and meteorological statistics. Um, So, yes, they shot it down as soon as it left the mainland when they determined it was safe, and now U.S. Navy divers are trying to recover the wreckage uh, from the Atlantic Ocean, and they will be absolutely fascinated to find out what is uh, what that that uh, spy balloon managed to discover? Um, uh, probably the good news, as far as the U.S. is concerned, is that so we understand that they do not believe that it managed to transmit anything back to China. Um, so United States officials would be the first ones to find out what it discovered.
3: I would think that they. I would think they have spy satellites going over all the time that are gathering everything they need, but. Apparently well, not. No, no, I know.
5: I was looking at, at, at uh, what Google Maps, Google Maps, this morning with the satellite, and you can, you know, you can see all sorts of things. So uh, it is interesting to find out what they're doing, and the fact that they're doing this is interesting too. And it's not the first time; it's not the only time. We've discovered in the, in the last few days that in recent years this seems to have happened more than you would expect. In fact, four months ago, uh, Fox News understands that a Chinese spy satellite crashed into the Pacific near uh, Hawaii, near Pearl Harbor, the the site of the US. Navy's Pacific Fleet, obviously a very sensitive area. Uh, there's a, a supposedly another spy uh, balloon somewhere over the Caribbean or, or Latin America. We're not entirely sure uh, what that is doing. And we're even hearing that uh, three times during the previous uh, White House administration, there were incursions from Chinese spy balloons onto uh, U.S. territory. Now, it's understood that they weren't considered serious enough to even alert the president at the time. But the fact that this is happening and this is all coming out now, uh, it really makes you wonder what's going on up there, doesn't it?
3: We were responding to Chinese are just trying to provoke some sort
5: of a conflict all the time. You know what? I think I can, I can understand why someone's saying that, but I think I think this seems more. Of a mistake than a, a, a conspiracy, really. I mean, because China at the moment they really want to improve relations with the United States. It's essential for their economy to get, you know, to get that back on track after after years of it being damaged by, by COVID restrictions. And they wanted a, a meeting with Anthony Blinken, which was due to take place today, but Anthony Blinken called that off in the midst of the of the, the balloon crisis, as it were. Um, so that's a blow to China. So uh, you, I can't imagine they would take such a deliberate risk. Um, given the, the stakes involved in their relations with the U.S.
3: All right. Well, thank you for
5: being with us this morning. Thank you
3: for uh, your information. Fox News Radio's Jonathan Savage this morning with Stephen and Ted. 8.14, coming up on 8.15, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS after a beautiful yesterday afternoon, 62 degrees for a high, normal high 46. And wow, how about that? Absolutely beautiful.
4: Take a day like that in February. Take it Love any time. It. You betcha. Yep.
3: And uh, today is February 6th on this date in 1911. Ronald Wilson Reagan, the 40th president of the United States, was born in Tampico, Illinois.
4: Small town boy. Yet played- yep, once again proving that you don't have to be rich or from a famous family to become president of the United States. He he was, he was born in well, a small town and they were not rich. Yep. There was a lifeguard on the
3: river up there and... Uh, yeah, we're rich, but uh, hey, he's he's the, uh, he's we our first uh, president who started out in, on radio like us, right? Uh, started his career really yeah. on radio. Yep. He loved it. He got into baseball and got into play-by-play. He was a college football player. Got into baseball and uh, doing play-by-play and loved that. But then uh, yeah, Hollywood beckoned. <laughs> he went out to Hollywood and became a star. And then, mm-hmm. you know, governor of California. Well, for, for for years he was the uh, a spokesperson for. After, after he had become an actor, he was a spokesperson for um, who was it? They spoke for Westinghouse and somebody. He went around. And he gave speeches all the time, and they were about the, the conservative viewpoint and keeping that alive in people's minds. And then they ran in for governor, and he won. Yep, the, two-term governor, and then uh, the president
4: of the United States. And further
3: aspirations nationally in quite, politics. Quite, quite a career. Quite, quite a, quite a person. Yeah, today is his birthday, 1911. Uh, And uh, having a birthday today, of course, Tom Brokaw, the NBC Anchorman and News. Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw, 83 years old today. Yeah, NBC News. I'm Tom (laughs) (laughs) Brokaw. singer Fabian is 80. Do your Fabian person. I'm not going to do Fabian. No no. Fabian? Okay. Well, I'm going to take a Tom Brokaw. You can do a Ronald Reagan if you want. Well... (laughs) Well, it always starts with well. It always will. starts with well. Well, mommy, something like that. Okay, eight seventeen now. Stephen, Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for sports this morning with Ted Woodward. And the Shockers seem to put it together yesterday or last.
4: Season. Yeah, but they they seem to be road warriors. The last two Sundays, they've just gone out and just clobbered teams on the road. And yesterday was another chapter in that. Shockers visiting last place Tulsa yesterday, and just Wichita State right from the jump. Shockers were up by 19 at halftime, led by 20 for most of the second half. And just everybody was contributing, and everything just seemed to be flowing on A-plus work yesterday. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. That's it. Drives down the lane, all the way under, and gets it away. Missed it. Rebound, Poor Bear. Hands off to Porter. Ahead to Walton in the front court. Bounce
7: pass to Pierre with the left-handed layup. Oh, beautiful pass up the floor by Porter to Walton. And then even a better pass by Walton. A bounce pass right on the money to Pierre going in for the layup.
4: There was a lot of highlights like that. Jerron Pierre Jr. led the way for the Shockers with 19 points. And the Shockers beat Tulsa. 86-75, but like we said, the lead was just about twice that for most of the game. Hey, the Shockers have won three straight road games, and everybody put up some big numbers yesterday, including James Rojas, who has just been really putting up nice numbers the last three games. He had another 17 points and nine nine rebounds yesterday. James Rojas.
8: I mean, uh, we started playing inside and out, and I mean, our guys are getting a lot better shots than we were early in the season, and I think that they're making a lot more shots at a better percentage because, I mean, we're playing inside out, and they're coming to double team, me and Kenny, because we can make plays, and they're just getting wide open shots. So, I mean, I I think we're going to be really good if we keep playing like this.
4: This rivalry continues to be extremely one-sided. The Shockers have now won 19 of their last 22 against Tulsa. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown.
0: Our guys executed. We really ran offense. We came out. um, we, We got the ball inside. We made some wide-open threes. Uh, We defended in the half court. We really guarded the three-point line to start the game. And, um, you know, overall, I thought we played well just the last three minutes of the game.
4: And the Shockers now with a record of 12-11 and on the season, all alone in sixth place in the conference standings after winning on the road again yesterday. And, of course, on Monday nights, we talked with the Shocker basketball coaches and reset for the week. Men's coach Isaac Brown is up first at 6 o'clock. Women's coach Keita Adams after that at 7 o'clock. Listen to the Shocker Coaches tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Then after that, we go straight up to Lawrence for an 8 o'clock tip-off tonight between 8th-ranked Kansas and 9th-ranked Texas. KU is in third place in the conference, two games behind the Longhorns, who are in first place atop the Big 12. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a -a 3.5-point favorite on home court. And FanDuel also expects this to be the highest-scoring game in college basketball tonight. And here's the big number you need to know. It is ESPN Big Monday. And Kansas, with head coach Bill Self, has played 35 home games on ESPN Big Monday. KU has won all 35 of those games. 35-0 on Big Monday Mm. on ESPN under head coach Bill Self. Once again, tip-off at 8 o'clock tonight on that one. Listen live on KFH. Let's go to the NBA Pro Basketball, where the Toronto Raptors won on the road yesterday in Memphis, beat the Grizzlies 106-103, to 103, starting at guard for the Raptors. Former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Bleet, who had 15 points, 7 assists, and 5 rebounds. Fred now has 2,000 career assists in the NBA, in his 7 seasons in the NBA. How about that? Back-to-back wins for the Raptors, they're a half game behind for a playoff spot. Hockey action, downtown Wichita yesterday afternoon. 4,800 fans on hand at Intrust Bank Arena. Second place, Wichita Thunder with an easy win over the Rapid City Rush, 6-3. Wichita had a 4-0 lead by the time we hit the end of the first period. Jay Dickman had two goals and three assists. Hey, the Thunder has won five straight games on home ice. They love playing on home ice downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Thunder in second place in the division standings. All right, we are six games out from the six days out from the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles.
6: Not far away from the stadium in Glendale, it's downtown Phoenix that's hosting Super Bowl week and game day experiences, with business owners like Jeff Carlberg of Il Bosco Pizza expecting hundreds of thousands of football fans and their wallets. Super Bowl's the king of everything.
3: We already have a lot of reservations,
4: but we've already stopped them. So we want walk-in crowds. We want people to feel as if they can, they can get a table.
6: All amid tight security for fans, and with the lowest price for the big game right now, around five thousand dollars per seat, according to ticket brokers. The highest price in the thirty to forty thousand dollar range. Jeff Manasso, Fox News.
4: And of course, like we said, the Super Bowl is six days away. We'll have that game live for you right here on KNSS, and that also includes pregame and postgame coverage on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Coming up on Sunday, that's sports with Stephen Ted. Eight twenty-two now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean
3: says the U.S. is the sole NATO supporter of Ukraine. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. You can only see Ted Woodward, 8.30 on a Monday morning, 47 degrees. The president is set to deliver his second State of the Union address tomorrow.
8: President
1: Biden may highlight the passage of things he asked for in his last State of the Union, the Chips and Science Act, and a version of Build Back Better known as the Inflation Reduction Act. White House economic adviser Jared Bernstein told Fox News Sunday.
2: The gas price, which is such an important price in our economy, down
3: $1.50 from its peak in June of last year, and that means real breathing room. But
1: many might expect he begins on a foreign policy note after the U.S. military shot down a Chinese spy balloon that traversed the U.S. this past week. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton told Fox News Sunday.
2: Let a spy balloon complete its spy mission before we shot it down, I'm afraid, is an embarrassment To the United States.
1: In Washington, D.C., Jessica Rosenthal,
5: Fox News.
3: A man from Andover has been sentenced for a fatal crash. 38-year-old Garrett Myers pleaded guilty in December to involuntary manslaughter, driving while intoxicated, and aggravated battery while under the influence. The accident occurred at 13th and Hillside on Thanksgiving Day 2021. Police say a large pickup driven by Myers at a high rate of speed rear-ended a small SUV at the stoplight. 65-year-old Leroy Grimm Jr. died when his SUV rolled after the impact. A 67-year-old woman who was a passenger suffered critical injuries. Myers was sentenced to 16 years and 8 months in prison. Free market economist Michael Austin tells KNSS News the bulk of the cost of the Kansas flat tax proposal is the low-income portion. It's a flat tax, yes, of
0: 5%, but it also exempts your, thir- your first $30,000 of your income from state taxation, which means if you're a family of four and then the two adults both make minimum wage jobs, guess what? You don't have to pay any state income taxes. And so that's where the bulk of the, of the cost comes from. So, you know, I think we need to make a, a, definitely a, a messaging pushback here. This is not, you know, wealthy folks. This is making
3: sure that every Kansan uh, gets a tax cut. Michael Austin was a guest on the John Whitmer Show last night on KNSS. With cash surpluses and revenue collections at all-time highs, tax cuts are expected to be a top priority for Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt and the Oklahoma legislature when it begins the 2023 session. The second-term governor will present his executive budget to lawmakers and deliver his fifth state of the state at noon today. Governor last year urged the House and Senate to send him bills to eliminate the state sales tax on groceries and reduce the individual and corporate income tax rates. Those proposals are expected to once again be considered this year. A new report from the International Federation of the Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies says nations are dangerously unprepared for the next
4: pandemic. Fox's Rich Edson has more. Countries like the United States are planning to end their official COVID health emergencies as vaccines and natural immunity have brought down death rates significantly.
7: COVID made us live through a pandemic and you would think that would double down on our support for public health and science. Quite the reverse.
4: Experts are urging countries to boost their health spending, increase hospital surge capacity, update their response plans and laws, and coordinate with other nations to prepare for the next pandemic. COVID-19 hit a century after the 1918 pandemic, though as the human population grows, interacts more with wildlife, and travels easily around the world, the risk of another pandemic increases.
3: The report was released on the third anniversary of the World Health Organization declaring the coronavirus outbreak to be a public health emergency. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We can expect another cool, dry day
2: here in Wichita with temperatures warming on up this afternoon. We may get to 64 as southwest winds increase up to 30 miles per hour. A cold front arrives after midnight, our low 34. Then chances of scattered showers may increase during the afternoon tomorrow with a high 48. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday.
3: And now a cloudy sky, 47 degrees, 835. Stephen's Head of the Morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward.
4: Ted, we'll give you a big rundown of last night's Grammy Awards.
8: Thank you so much. I'm trying not to be too emotional. Beyonce broke the record for the most lifetime Grammy wins with 32, sound courtesy of the Recording Academy, she went into the night with the most nominations and the most Grammy Awards with 28. She surpassed the late classical conductor George Salty. Harry Styles won Album of the Year for Harry's House. Adele Best Pop Solo Lizzo grabbed Record of the Year for About Damn Time, while Best Country Album went to Willie Nelson, and Bonnie Wright won for Best Song for Just Like That.
4: Of course, the Grammys had their usual culture grab.
8: Beyoncé was late, and Madonna was Madonna at the 65th Annual Grammy Awards on CBS, hosted by Trevor Noah. There were several firsts for the telecast. Beyoncé is now the most awarded artist, and Kim Petras won for pop duo performance with Sam Smith for Unholy. Sam graciously wanted me to accept this award because I'm the first uh, transgender woman to win this award. Sound courtesy of the Recording Academy. While the first lady, Jill Biden, handed out the best song Grammy to surprise winner Bonnie Raitt. And this year's show featured a 50th tribute to hip-hop. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
4: Yeah, hip-hop did get part of the spotlight of the Grammys. The
0: 2023 Grammys was filled with plenty of memorable moments last night. Let's start off with a big one, Beyonce breaking the record for most Grammy award wins in history, despite showing up late to the ceremony and missing her first award because she was stuck in traffic. Viola Davis also making history last night by joining that exclusive EGOT club of performers who have won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and... In- and Tony Award. Now Swifties, myself included everywhere, are elated as Taylor Swift wins best musical video for All Too Well, her short film. And Harry Styles taking home his first ever album of the year award for Harry's house.
4: And that's Fox's Griff Jenkins with that report, the Grammys last night. Oh boy, spotlighting a great voice. Fox
6: News marks Black History Month. Celebrated black American baritone Paul Robeson wasn't always celebrated. At one point, his activism caused his silence. His speeches on injustices against blacks led to the State Department in 1957 voiding his passport, so this world-renowned performer couldn't travel. In London, where Robeson was popular, a new invention saved his career, an undersea phone line that took his voice from a studio in New York to a church in the British capital.
7: Hello, Paul. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, wonderful. Welcome, over, right? Oh, I can't tell you.
6: Now the man who couldn't travel could perform as clear as Big Ben for his overseas fans. Rebirth, In 1958, the U.S. Supreme Court reinstated Robeson's barred passport. But that London concert, the first ever by transatlantic undersea cable, brought the world a little closer together. Colonel Scott, Fox News.
4: 1923 getting another year
8: paramount plus is bringing back harrison ford and hella Mirren for another season of the yellowstone prequel 1923
0: you attack my family it's gonna be the last thing you ever do
8: according to deadline creator taylor sheridan needs another season to finish telling the origin story of the dutton family he made famous the prequel was the streamers most watched ever in the u.s and drew million total viewers across Paramount Plus and linear previews. 1923 returns Sunday with a new episode. The series explores the early 20th century when pandemics, historic drought, and the end of Prohibition plagued the West and the Dutton family. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
4: Coming off the first weekend of the month, let's see how things did at the box office.
0: Knock at the Cabin knocks Avatar The Way of Water out of the number one spot at the weekend box office. The M. Night Shyamalan thriller pulling in over $14 million in ticket sales. The film stars Dave Bautista as one of four strangers who approach a family vacationing in a rural cabin. You see, the four of us have a very important job to do. In fact, it might be the most important job. In the history of the world taking second place was a paramount Pictures release 80 for Brady the comedy about four friends who take a trip to the 2017 Super Bowl opened with an estimated 12.5 million in ticket sales
7: let's go to the Super Bowl well, the Super Bowl is no place for four old women this could be Tom's last one he's almost 40. that's like 80 in people years yeah we're 80 in people years I just really need this trip
0: and avatar the way of water came in third place bringing in 10.8 million in its It's eighth weekend.
7: Joe Tiaro, Fox News. see what's going on in the world of gaming. Fox Bits. Your insider's cheat code to gaming. I'm Eamon Dignam. The Super Bowl celebrations will go on digitally as well. The NFL announced that it's hosting their own halftime-style show inside proto-metaverse game Roblox. Rapper Saweetie will headline. The performance won't air at halftime though when the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles go head-to-head in Super Bowl 57. The concert airs in Warner Music World Rhythm City every hour from February 10th until the Day of the big game. (laughs) The Last of Us HBO TV series getting critical acclaim and bringing with it more success for the 10 year old video game, with sales on PlayStation platforms and PC jumping over 200%. After episode 3, propelling Linda Ronstant's long, long time to an almost 5,000% increase in streaming on Spotify. is seen showing popular character Bill with his partner where they play that song to each other at their first meeting that's fox bits for fox news
4: it was 80 years ago on this day released in wichita movie theaters the disney feature saludos amigos the sixth disney animated feature film featuring the first appearance of jose carioca the brazilian cigar smoking parrot one of disney's (laughs) great characters Only 42 minutes long. It's still the shortest Disney animated feature ever. Of course, we go back to a time before the U.S. got into World War II. The U.S. Department of State commissioned a Disney goodwill tour of South America. Good neighbor policy because several Latin American governments had close ties with Nazi Germany. The U.S. government wanted to squash that. And, of course, Mickey Mouse and other Disney characters, very popular in Latin America. Saludos, amigos. Got nominated for three Oscars pretty good it's pretty good entertaining 42 minutes donald duck very funny that came out 80 years ago today in wichita theaters saludos amigos happy birthday today to mamie van Doren, american actress singer sex symbol she's 92 today probably most famous for the juvenile delinquency exploitation film untamed youth Hmm. born in south dakota she was Miss a- she eventually moved to California where she was Miss Eight Ball and Miss Palm Springs. She was engaged to Jack Dempsey, the heavyweight boxing champion, but then she signed a contract with Universal Studios and they broke it off. Producer Howard Hughes discovered Van Doren when she was crowned Miss Palm Springs and they dated for several years and he launched her career by putting her in RKO movies. Mamie Van Doren, she is 92 today, celebrating a birthday. Forty years ago on this night on ABC, the beginning of the huge miniseries, The Winds of War, starring Robert Mitchum as Pug Henry. And you also had Ralph Bellamy playing FDR.
7: What's your report to Admiral Preble on the low combat readiness of Germany? You wrote it before the Germans launched this new form of warfare, of course, this blitzkrieg, as the press is calling it. You couldn't foresee that, could you? I
6: stand by my report, sir. Then how is it they're blitzing pogroms so easily? Surprise. Concentration of force, better political leadership, better leadership in the field, better training, a sound war plan. Plus, a lot of interior rot and confusion behind the Polish lines.
4: Well put. (laughs) 140 million people watched at least part of the Winds of War during its seven nights on the air. Most watched miniseries at that time. It only won three Emmys, though. Came out the same year as *The Thorn Birds*, which also won a bunch of Emmys. *The Winds of War*, forty million dollars, produced the miniseries, nine hundred sixty-two page script, two hundred eighty-five speaking parts. It was shot at more than four hundred locations in Europe, California, and the state of Washington. It took more than a year. The great miniseries, *The Winds of War*, it premiered forty years ago on this night on ABC. There they are, the Beach Boys, and the voice of Carl Wilson, one of the co-founders of the Beach Boys, lead guitarist, youngest sibling of his bandmates, Brian Dennis, and he was the lead singer on God Only Knows, Good Vibrations, Kokomo. Carl Wilson passed away 25 years ago on this day. He was only 51, lung cancer. He'd been smoking since he was a teenager. Ah, the great Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys. Died 25 years ago today at the age of 51. That's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. I'm sorry, that's the blur. Entertainment news with Stephen Ted on KNSS.
3: Yeah, well, you got half right. 45. Stephen Ted, uh, coming up, we've got uh, Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Boeing supply chain concerns impact spirit stocks. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 849 here on this Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State 86, Tulsa 75. Two. 16 year old boy shot during street robbery in South Wichita. Non life threatening injuries.
5: One.
3: U.S. military gathering debris after shooting down suspected Chinese spy balloon. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS.
4: This morning, traffic. We've got, uh, well, the Kansas, uh, Kansas Turnpike saying that they've got some moving lane closures on the Turnpike today, uh, from South Wichita to the Bell Plain area. So, uh, watch out for the moving lane closures and slow moving traffic. Again, that's on the Kansas Turnpike, uh, from South Wichita, uh, down to the Bell Plain service area. Traffic update 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Partly cloudy today with a
3: high of 62 degrees, mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 34. Tuesday, partly sunny and cooler, tomorrow's high, 47 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, south wind gusting to 25 miles per hour and 47 degrees. Tesla has raised prices on its Model Y in the U.S., apparently due to rising demand and changes in U.S. government rules that make more, versus, uh, more versions of the small SUV eligible for tax credits. The electric vehicle company pumped up the uh, price of the Model Y long-range version by about 2% to just under 55000 and the performance version by about 2.7% to just under $58,000. Oh, I'm
4: glad there's rising demand for a $58,000 car. Oh, the Tesla, yeah. yeah.
3: On uh, the stock market this morning, the Dow is uh, trading uh, down right now, 113 points. Make it 108, and the S&P is off about 24, and the Nasdaq is down just under 70 points.
4: Let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A downgrade Friday of Boeing over supply chain concerns was lowering the market value, of Wichita's high, largest publicly traded company, to the end of the week. Shares of Spirit AeroSystems were down 5%, down to $34.25 a share in Friday afternoon trading. This following a research note from RBC Capital Markets calling Boeing's supply constraints worse than expected. Analyst Ken Herbert, according to a portion of the note cited by investment website Seeking Alpha, said the firm sees ongoing impediments with Tier 2 and 3 suppliers that it believes threaten Boeing's goal of increasing production rates on its best-selling 737 MAX. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. A few minutes after the Kansas City Chiefs and
3: quarterback Patrick Mahomes landed in Phoenix, the pilot hung a Chiefs' kingdom flag out of the window as players, coaches, and staff got off the plane and walked across the runway. About an hour later, it was the Philadelphia Eagles who arrived in Arizona with an It's a Philly Thing flag fluttering in the runway as quarterback Jalen Hurts, Coach Nick Sirianni, and others made their way to a fleet of buses. Super Bowl Fifty Seven just one week away. Chiefs will face the Eagles on the fifth in Glendale. No, Sunday. the twelfth. Twelfth. I'm sorry. Wait, it says twelve here. I said fifth for some reason. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Each day now 12th. we're six days away. Yeah. All right, uh, Stephen. In the morning, what you got there, Ted? Something exciting going on? Well,
4: let's wait till eight fifty-five. Oh, you want to wait? Let's wait till we're you wrapping wait till the up very the very last. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Have more impact that way. Unless well, you is... want me to leave now. No, no that's all right. All right. <laughs> Uh, Frozen Yogurt Day. National Frozen Yogurt frozen Day. Frozen Yogurt. Yes, we like to celebrate the desserts of all kinds here. Recognizing a sweet frozen dessert that has gone from fad status to staple mm. freezer item in a few decades. Calling frozen yogurt a dessert. I guess it's, you know, they make chocolate bars and stuff yeah. out of them. Yeah. H.P. Hood developed the first frozen yogurt in 1970 in the United States. And then in the 80s, it
4: really took yeah. off.
3: When it was created, uh, it was a soft serve treat that was called... Frogert. Yogurt. Okay. 8.54, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, good weekend. Uh, we just did, we did mostly resting over the weekend, my wife and I. And I think was, I did too. You got up and did a little singing anyway. So you got that done. <laughs> Friday night, best basketball game. My granddaughters, of course, they cheer for Bishop Carroll. And Carroll played uh, Northwestern. Uh, it was a pretty good-sized crowd. As you can imagine, well, expect everybody on the west, west side. probably there. All the neighbors were there. So, yeah, yeah. So that was Friday night, and then uh, Saturday, just hmm, not much. Just rested up. Well, maybe it was one of those weekends. Sometimes you just got to rest up for the big weekend yep, coming yep. up. You got Super Bowl weekend at the end of this week, and uh, we'll be check. Will
4: be check? We'll be checking in with uh, Mitch on Friday, right? Uh, Play-by-play voice: The Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. We'll talk with Mitch live on Friday morning, as we always do this. Time, this Friday, it'll be a Super Bowl preview. All right. Happy birthday today to NBC News anchorman Tom Brokaw, who's
3: eighty-three today, and singer Fabian is eighty. They oh my! Sh- they share a birthday with Ronald Reagan, the fortieth president of the United States. He was born on this date in nineteen eleven.
4: Hey, coming up this week on Friday night, downtown Wichita at the Orpheum, Keeler and Company, an evening of stand up, storytelling, audience, song, and poetry, starring Garrison Keeler. He's got some friends with him, including a singer, a pianist, a guitarist, so there'll be music and all sorts of things, Garrison Keeler. I've got a pair of tickets to give away, my last pair, to go see Keeler and Company Friday night at the Orpheum. Call me now at 869 1330. Glenn Beck program coming up, The Danger of Balloons Over the U.S. And our news at 9 o'clock this
3: morning, we'll be talking about that. We'll have a story on the balloon being shot down.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.